Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. some kind of praise would you we worship our Emmanuel God with us you may be seated grace to you and peace 
from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. What a wonderful Savior we serve who allows us to come back together on this, the start of a new week, just to praise him with the saints. We welcome those of you who are here in the building, those who have chosen to worship with us in person. We're grateful that you've chosen to do so, particularly if you are not, uh, if you don't consider yourself an official part of the Mount Calvary family, we want you to know that you're welcome. We are glad that you've chosen to worship with us. We don't take that lightly. Also, welcome to those who are joining us online now, those who are uh, part of the growing e-congregation. God bless you. Uh, we're grateful for the technology, particularly during this pandemic that allows us to be together virtually and grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible each week for us to be together. Let's welcome everybody officially, shall we? Come on, let's sing it together. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came, exalted, name, let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near, the Lord has brought us this far. And with the love of Christ we are transforming That's what we're about, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. That's really why we're here. And here's how we're doing it. Through love, with diversity, with excellence, fair and integrity, we welcome you. We welcome you. you are here. Let me make a few observations at this point in the worship experience. Um, the church offices will be closed December the 23rd through January 3rd. December 23rd through January 3rd. The office will reopen on January 4th at 10 a.m. Uh, if you have a ministerial emergency during this time, would you please call the minister on call at 937-603-4126. 937-603-4126. If you call the church office during that time, that number will also be on the message uh, for you to call. Uh, Miss Riley, I think I saw you singing this morning. Stand up, please, Miss Riley. Let me see. Riley is a fifth grader at the Miami Valley School, um, and she found out that she has earned a place in the OAKE National Children's Choir. Nicely done. OAKE stands for the Organization of American 
Totally. I don't know what that, I've never heard that word. You're going to make me look it up after service. Educators. Riley was specifically asked by her music teacher to audition, and she, along with other singers from all over the country, will perform together at the OAKE conference in Pittsburgh in March. Nicely done, Miss Riley. Congrats. Where's your family? Congratulations. Let me see. Words on the phone get smaller and smaller. <laughs> Brother Cam, wave your hand, sir, on the, uh, on the organ, our wonderful organist, uh, let's see, who is a, uh, a, ma a double major, communications and broadcast media major at Central State University. Let me see. <laughs> I've got his grades here. Uh, communi communication research methods, B, public relations, um, B, navigating the music industry, A, social problems, B. Nicely done. He's with a GPA of 3.0. Nicely done, sir. Congrats. Congrats. Where's your family, Cam? <laughs> Great, congrats. Uh, would you keep Sister Martha McCleskey in your prayers? Uh, she was admitted to the hospital this past week with, uh, with COVID and pneumonia. Um, let's pray for her. Would, would you do that? Add her to your prayer list. Also, the, uh, the Farmer family, many of you remember uh, Reverend Aaron Farmer. His, uh, his widow, Sister Erlene Farmer, passed uh, this past week. Uh, we are not sure of arrangements yet. As soon as we get those from Arion, uh, we'll let you know. Also, keep Brother Pookie in your prayers. Uh, Charles Oliver, our bass guitarist, you notice he's not here. He had hip replacement surgery um, this past week. So he's going to be out for a few weeks. And, uh, and if you would, uh, just pray for him as he, uh, as he is on the mend. Everything went well but he's, he's going to be out for about six weeks or so. Um, the men's ministry is still collecting for the uh, Gateway Men's Shelter. We are collecting uh, toiletry items, deodorant, um, toothpaste, toothbrushes, all that kind of stuff. You can bring them and place them in the bin here at the church, uh, or you can bring them up during office hours, we are collecting through when, Brother, uh, Brother Wortham? Through the 26th, through next Sunday, through, no, that's, yeah, that's next Sunday, wow. Uh, through the 26th, all right, you can bring them up here through the 26th. If you don't get a chance to get to the store, I know there are several people who have given uh, Brother Wortham their donation, and he can go out and get the stuff for you. We just want to be a blessing. Uh, the men of Mount Calvary want to be a blessing to uh, to the men at Gateway. Um, staff, I apologize that I have not talked to you all first. Um, I said I would have a decision for you, and, uh, and that was a week ago. I apologize that you all are just now hearing this with the rest of the congregation. Please forgive me.
and uh, but on New Year's Eve we will have in-person New Year's Eve service and it will be at 7 o'clock in-person New Year's Eve service at 7 o'clock here in the sanctuary if you choose or if those, those of you who are going to join us online you can do so at, uh, at 7 o'clock p.m. Come on, uh, you can come on in if you choose, mask up, we'll be socially distanced by household, and, uh, but we want to give the opportunity for those who want to be in the building. I think that's all that I have for you uh, for right now. John chapter 3 is where we're going. The music ministry is going to come and lead us further in worship, and then we will go to our study in John chapter 3. Yeah, praise the Lord, Mount Calvary. Praise the Lord, Mount Calvary. So in Isaiah, I know we read this a lot, but in Isaiah 9, verse 6, it says, for, uh, for unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. I mean, he's in control of it all. There's no reason for anything to be wrong because he has it all on his shoulders. We don't have to worry because it's on his shoulders. And, the, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. For that, he is a beautiful, wonderful Savior. He's all of that and more just for us, just to us. So what is our response to that? What is our response to that? Thank you, Jesus, for being all of that we need and more. You're a wonderful God, a beautiful Savior, and there's nobody like you on this earth. Come on, open up your mouth and give, begin to give God praise just for that. He's a wonderful God, beautiful Savior, almighty God, the Prince of Peace, a wonderful counselor. He's a beautiful God. Come on, clap your hands. Come on. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and the train of his robe filled this temple. And day and night, the angels proclaim. And we sing, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was in his hands, be exalted, be exalted, be lifted high, be lifted high, King of And as it is in heaven, they repeat the sound. 
And they never get tired. Thank you, Jesus. And they never grow. And we'll sing holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Who was and is and is come. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be lifted
What he say in my mind? What he say in my heart? What he say in my mind? Isn't he beautiful? Say it, isn't he beautiful? Say it, isn't he beautiful? Say it, isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Everybody clap your hands. Come on, clap your hands, all ye people. And let's shout out to God since we are trying to shout out to God. Why don't you? Come on, let's magnify him today. Hey, say, isn't he beautiful? Say, isn't he beautiful? Say, isn't he beautiful? I know his name. I know him to be a mighty God, a prince of peace, a mind regulator. Isn't he beautiful? Jesus is in it. I say Jesus is in it. I say Jesus is in it. Say Jesus is in it. 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 Mighty is his name. Mighty is his name. Holy is his name. Faithful is his name. Excellent is his name. Jesus is his name. Jesus is his name. Isn't he beautiful? 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 If you can save me, you can save you too. If you can save me, you can save your son. If you can save me, you can save your daughter. You can save your son. You can save your mother. You can save your father. He can save your life. He can save you. He can heal you too. Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Oh. One more time, say, Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Is he wonderful? Is he wonderful? Is he wonderful? Is he excellent? Is he beautiful? Say Jesus in his name. Say Jesus in his name. Jesus in his name. I can call on Jesus. Morning. In the afternoon. In the evening. I heard someone say, late night, late in the midnight, God can turn it off, late in the midnight, God can turn it off, God can turn it off, I heard somebody say, Jesus can handle it, Jesus can fix it, Jesus can fix it, Jesus can fix it, I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it. It's 
and be glorified all creation all creation testifies you are Jehovah come on if you have hands and you can lift them would you just lift them to him you're Jehovah the Lord most high hallelujah to your name you alone you alone John chapter 3 verse 16 you probably don't even need to open up your phone 
reading from the King James Version of the Holy Bible, why don't you just say it with me? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, verse 16. That's good news, isn't it? You may be seated. Hallelujah. I won't be before you long, I don't believe. It is the Sunday before Christmas, believe it or not. It snuck up on all of us, even though it comes around the same time each year. And while in a very real sense, we celebrate Christmas all year, every Sunday, every time we get together, we celebrate our Christ. But we are coming to what many nations in the world call Christmas, or some variation thereof, celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we as the church of the living God, we as the church of the Lord Jesus, we must not lose sight of Christ during this so-called holiday season. We as his body, we can't afford to get caught up in the hype and commercialism of Christmas, so caught up that we forget to take a look at our Christ Y'all know me, the trees are nice, the garland is nice, the decorations are nice. Thank God for uh, our team who did all of this uh, work. Uh, Miss Karen Hines and Brother Pat Boone and Sister Spain and, uh, um, and Sister Freeman and I don't know, who else was up here? Uh, and uh, that team this year, I, uh, I told them that I wanted them to be led by somebody new, by the next generation coming, um, Breanne Johnson. No, her name is not Johnson anymore because she just got married. Yarbrough, thank you, Breanne Yarbrough. That's Deacon Tony Johnson's daughter, um, and she led the, the team this year. All of that is nice. There are those of us in here who enjoy, who legitimately enjoy the hustle and bustle of this season. We love the city sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style, right? We, the children laughing, the people passing, meeting smile after smile. Some of us are Christmas fanatics. We wait all year for strings of streetlights. Even stoplights blink a bright red and green as the shoppers rush home with their treasures. But above all the bustle, you hear silver bells. You all know it. But none of that has anything to do with what we, the church, are celebrating. I would offer that today we ought to take time. We ought to set aside a little while out of our Christmas busyness to go back to one of the most quoted scriptures of all time. 
In fact, I would argue that of the 31,102 verses there are of Scripture in the Bible, none is more quoted or widely known than John 3.16. In this one verse, the Apostle John sums up the entirety of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In this one verse, John capsulizes the very heart and essence of the salvation story. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is a picture. It is a perfect picture of God's love. God's unconditional, unwavering, unending love and in a world where real love is hard to come by in a world where the definition of love has been so skewed and contaminated and in a time when so many people are unsure of whether they are even loved at all we need to dive into this love picture if you'll allow me just a little bit, I want to preach from this subject, so loved, so loved. Now you have a mask on and people can't read your lips, so you'll have to look at somebody and say it loud, say, I am so loved. In this picture of perfect love, we see a few things. Let me point them out quickly, and you can go on and finish your shopping. First of all, we see the initiator of this love. It's in the text, for God. Stop right there. This is where love finds its initiation. This is where it finds its origin. This is where it all starts with God. For God, theos in the original text, it is not a hard concept to grasp since God is the initiator of all things. That's why the first four words of the Bible are in the beginning, God. He is the creator of all things. When John summed it up at the beginning of his gospel, he said, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. It's just a part of his character, it's a part of who he is. He is the creator. Everyone since is creative, but he's the only one who can actually create. He is the initiator. Nehemiah said in chapter 9, verse 6, You alone are the Lord. You have made the heavens, the heaven of heavens, with all their hosts, the earth and all, and all that is on it, the sea and all that is in them. You give life to all of them, and the heavenly host bows down before you. The Lord told Isaiah, I'm the one who created light, 
and darkness. The psalmist said all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord, that is Jehovah, Yahweh, made the heavens. You see, every other God that exists was made by people. Every other God, people made. That's how you know he's God. Because nobody had to make him. He made all things. He is the self-existent one. He doesn't need anybody outside of himself to be who he is. Everybody else had to be created and must be sustained. But nobody had to create God and nobody has to sustain God. Nobody had to make him and nobody has to keep him alive. Whether he gets our praise or not, he's still God. Whether he gets the glory or not, he's still God. Whether he gets the thanks or not, he's still God. Whether we acknowledge him or not he is still God as a matter of fact it is we who need him it's his breath in our lungs it's his air that we breathe it's his life we enjoy all I'm trying to tell you is it started with him he is the initiator of love you know what first John 4 says at verse 10 this is love not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins and then he goes on in verse 19 to say we love him because he first loved us God is the initiator of love for God so loved the world that's the object of love. Number two, the object of love. For God so loved the world, cosmos in the original text. It is everybody who has ever been and everybody who will ever be. Now that's a little harder to wrap our minds around. Because we can see it for the people we consider good. But it's hard to wrap our minds around the fact that God so loved everybody. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get in trouble. that not only does he love America but he also loves Ethiopia that not only did he love Martin King but he also loved Adolf Hitler not only did he love the preacher but he also loved the pimp and the preacher when he was a pimp. Everybody, God loves them. It's hard to wrap our minds around because for the most part, our love is based on what we see and know about somebody. 
we've got to decide whether we even like you before we choose to love you we have to see what kind of person you are and then we will decide whether you are worthy of our love but God so loved the world that's, that's everybody without exception that's why we have to be careful how we treat people because there is not one single person that has ever lived or who will ever be who is not so loved by God. Here's the truth. Before you got here, you were so loved. Before you did right or wrong, you were so loved. Before you got saved, you were so loved. Because God's love is not based on what he sees and knows about us. And make no mistake, he sees and knows everything. The psalmist declares, you've searched me and you know me. You know when I sit down, you know when I get up, you know my thoughts before I think them. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Before a word is formed on my tongue, you already know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand on me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too lofty for me to attain. He knew what we would be before we got here and still loved us. Um, there's a song, God bless him. Uh, I, I love the Hawkins. I love the Hawkins brothers, and uh, and I, I and I'm grateful for their music. But there's a song that we sing. But there's one line that gives me a little bit of trouble. And and you know the song, He gave that I might live. He 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 gave that I might be set free. Right? Exchange his life for mine. What a wonderful thing he's done. It is an absolutely glorious song, and it takes us beyond the veil. There's just one line that I've got an issue with, uh, and and it is snuck there in the chorus. It says, "Some folk." see my faults but you see my accomplishments now I tell you it gives me issue it gives me issue because it implies that he doesn't see my faults just my accomplishments but I've got news for you he sees both my faults and my accomplishments he sees both my wins and my defeats he sees my failures and he sees my victories and loves me anyway not one single thing in our lives not the good, not the bad, not the pretty, not the ugly. Not one thing has been a surprise to our all-knowing, all-seeing God. And it has not changed his love for us. By now, there ought to be something welling up on the inside of you that at least says, thank you. Is there anybody grateful that God knows you, God sees you, and he still loves you? <laughs> I don't know about you, I'm grateful that there is nothing I can do 
to make him unlove me. <laughs> That's why Paul wrote <laughs> to the Roman church, I'm convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor the present nor the future nor any powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus I'll, I know I'm getting on your nerves but is there anybody in here anybody watching online who is just grateful to be the object of his love Oh, you thought it was good to be the object of somebody else's love, and it is. It's good to be loved by people, but what ought to sustain us is knowing that we are so loved by God. If you haven't figured it out by now, man's love is fickle, but God's love is forever. Man will love you today and hate you tomorrow. Man's love is failing, but God's love is forgiving. Man's love is limited, but God's love will lift you. Man's love is unsteady, but God's love is unconditional. For God so loved the world. Somebody shout thank you. <laughs> God so loved the world that he gave. That's the proof of love. We're almost done. That's the proof of love. The fact that he loved the world is proven by the gift he gave to the world. It has been said that you can love without, pardon me, you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. Giving is the action that demonstrates love. Whatever the gift may be, when love is present, giving follows. It's not always the material stuff. Maybe we give ourselves. Maybe we give our time. Maybe we give our talents. We may give our attention. We may give our affection. We may give our affirmation. We may give our treasure. But whatever the gift is, it is the proof of our love. And the proof that God loved the world is the fact that he gave. And not only did he give, but look at the expression of love. That's number four, the expression of love. For God so loved the world that he gave, check out what he gave, his only begotten son. That's the expression of God's love. If you want to know how much I love, check out how much what I give cost me. Not talking about money. Right? Because sometimes it will cost pride or sometimes it will cost time. Sometimes it will cost uh, it will cost thought. But it all, check out what it cost. 
And God so loved the world, everybody, that he gave what cost him the most. His only begotten son. Now let's, let's look at that because that seems a little... Um, it seems a little King James-ish only begotten, right? But it literally means single of its kind. Unique. One of a kind. There is no other son quite like the one he gave. Uh, that he gave his only begotten son. Wait, wait, pastor, I thought we were all sons and daughters yes don't be confused the Bible says now are we the sons of God yes the Bible says but as many as received him to them he gave the right to become children of God yes the Bible says he predestined us to the adoption as sons but only Jesus can be described as the only begotten son as his unique, one-of-a-kind son. Because only Jesus is the expression of God's love for all humanity for all time. I don't mean to burst your bubble. You are an expression of his love to your parents. And probably, hopefully, to the people who know you, for the 75, 80, 85 years that you will be here on earth, you are an expression of love on the small scale. But long after I'm gone, and long before I got here, God had an expression of love to everybody for all time and that was Jesus the Christ God loves me and I'm his son but don't be confused only Jesus was conceived of the Holy Ghost unique one of a kind only Jesus was born of a virgin Unique, one of a kind. Only Jesus had a chorus of angels to announce his birth, singing glory to God in the highest and peace on earth, goodwill to men. Unique, one of a kind. Only Jesus can be described as wonderful, counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace, unique, one of a kind. Only Jesus could be in the middle of a lake surrounded by panicking disciples and stand up in the boat and say, peace be still and the winds quit blowing and the waves stopped crashing and the storm was over, unique, one of a kind. Only Jesus 
can open blinded eyes and unstop deaf ears and walk on water and raise the dead unique one of a kind only Jesus could be described as God in the flesh because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God only Jesus is God who made everything and there's nothing made that he didn't make only Jesus thought it not robbery thought it not unfair to give up his seat in glory and his position in glory where the angels sing holy holy his seat in glory where no sin was found only Jesus but we are so loved so loved that only Jesus would do we are so loved that Jesus was the only gift that would express God's love to a dying world we are so loved that Jesus stepped out of glory stepped down through 42 generations stepped into Mary's womb we are so loved that Jesus the king of the universe was born in a feeding trough we are so loved that Jesus lived in this sinful world we are so loved that Jesus lived a sinless life we are so loved that Jesus died a sinner's death on a hill called Calvary we're so loved that Jesus died in your place and he took my place on Calvary's cross we are so loved that he was wounded for our transgressions so loved that he was bruised for our iniquities we're so loved that he bore the punishment for our peace we're so loved that he took the stripes for our healing we're so loved that only Jesus could satisfy the payment for our salvation we're so loved that God wrapped his son in human flesh and sent him to pay the debt that he did not owe I like the way Lanny Wolf put it if riches could have paid the debt then God could have sold he could have sold the walls of Jasper and he could have sold the streets of gold but he knew the cost of my lost soul was more than wealth could buy so he took on the form of man and became the perfect sacrifice we're so loved that Jesus came lived and died we're so loved that Jesus 
the ancient of days, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, the Holy One, the Anointed One, the Messiah. We're so loved that the great I am, the light of the world, the good shepherd, the Lamb of God, his unspeakable gift. We're so loved that the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, we are so loved that he who was dead but is alive forevermore came and gave his life in our place. We're so loved that we never have to worry. We never have to wonder about who else loves us. Because whether they love you or whether they hate you, God so loved the world. If I never get another Christmas gift, I already got the greatest gift of all. Jesus. You don't have to get me a thing. You don't have to waste your money because I believe and I've got everlasting everlasting woo, everlasting life so when I take off this earth suit when I lay this body down because I won't need it anymore I'll still live is there anybody here who's just grateful that you've got everlasting life. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. to see him look upon his face there to sing forever of his saving grace on the streets of glory let me lift my voice cares all past home at last ever ever to rejoice God so loved the world 
everybody without exception. That he gave his unique, one-of-a-kind son. That whosoever believeth that, I thought five points would be too many, but that's the response of love. Believe. Believe. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What is the res- what's the proper response to the love that he gave, the love that he showed? Believe. That's how you accept the gift. You believe. Don't give, don't reject the gift. Don't reject the gift. Believe, accept it. If you're here in this building right now, I've got good news for you. You're still breathing, so you have an opportunity to believe. Watching online, you can do it. You can believe. Here's what you believe. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. You know what that means? That means you will never die. Everlasting life. Y'all know we moved recently. And there's some things that we had at the old house that we pitched because they were from where we were and we didn't need them where we were going. So let me just say this quick word and then Brother Person can come and open the door of the church. To those who are struggling this holiday season because one of your loved ones has gone home to be with the Lord, let me tell you, let me tell you the truth, the reality of what's really going on, all right? The, the reality is, the reality is, when we have finished the assignment here on earth and it's time to move, there are some things that you needed at the old house that you don't need where you're going and so it's okay to go ahead and pitch them this body this earth suit I need for my old house I need a body so you can see me I need a body so we can interact and communicate I need it for where for the old house but I guarantee I don't need it for the new place So that's why when I'm finished with it, you can go and lay it down in the cemetery because I won't need it anymore. I won't have died. I just left some stuff from the old place behind because I got better stuff at the new place. <laughs> you get it? Let the church say amen. Come on. Brother William.
let's um let's thank god for the word he gave our pastor this morning and let's thank our pastor for being obedient and delivering it to us amen hallelujah to the lamb of god if you're here today you had not yet confessed jesus christ as your lord and savior you can do that now amen Like pastor said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I'm sorry, y'all. So we would not perish. We would have everlasting life. Amen. So if you're here today and you have not made that choice yet, you can do so now. You're at home and you have not made that confession yet. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. And somebody will get back with you immediately. Amen. The second call is, you, you may have already taken Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've already, already made that confession. But you feel the tug on your heart that God has called you to this house. And if that's so, we need you. And you can come now. So the first call, if you have not made the confession yet. And the second call, if you have. Either way, we want you to come. Amen? So is everybody saved and everybody know where they're going? So if Jesus came today, we all know where we're going? Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I wanted to just say, Y'all know I lost my brother. And it's been rough. But I just wanted to encourage some others that have lost some of your loved ones uh, this year and, and before. Just remember, absent from the body, present with the Lord absent from the body present with the Lord amen amen hallelujah so we have many ways we can give for offering today um, we have givelify and I think they're going to put the rest up on the screen because even though minister guy sends us this text with everything on it I can't find it now <laughs> Praise the Lord. If you all um, go with the uh, leading of the ushers as we leave today. And um, just know that God is with us. Nothing you'll go through this week. <laughs> nothing you'll go through this week that you'll be by yourself. 
be it hard, be it bad, be it good, because we know that we serve a God that says he will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen? Okay, go to the following other gestures. Thank you all. God bless you all. I told y'all my mind was a little um, now unto him who is able to keep you from falling to present you faultless for the presence of his glory with his seating joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory majesty dominion and power both now and forever can we say it together amen God bless you all